Hello again, and welcome back to Ring My Bell, the, uh, as far as I'm aware, still the only podcast about the topics of Taco Bell and masturbation. As always, I'm your host, Ben, and today we have a very special guest with us, uh, Laura Sanner, who has been a supporter of all of my various podcast shenanigans uh, for almost as long as I've been podcasting. So uh, welcome to the show, Laura. Thank you for having me. I'm very, very excited. Um, yeah, I think I found Back to the Futurama at episode like five or six. It was right before the Team Bender, Team Zoidberg <laughs> thing got, in my opinion, big. But yeah, I appreciate everything you you and Mike do, and I'm really excited to be a guest. Yeah, and um, so is this your uh, first major podcast appearance ever, or this is my first podcast appearance period ever like besides recording commercials and stuff for you guys so that's that's uh quite a first podcast to to do is the one about taco bell and masturbating so well i like taco bell and i enjoy masturbating so we're good awesome um so as a listener of the show i'm i'm sure you are aware that i always give the guests the choice of whether or not they want to talk about taco bell or masturbation uh, so which would you like to discuss first? Well, I've thought about this long and hard, and I'm going to start with Taco Bell, because that way, in case my mom decides she wants to listen to the show, <laughs> she can cut out when we get to the second topic. I don't know if she will or not. I don't think she knows how to make a podcast work, but <laughs> just in case. Okay. Sounds great. Uh, so start with Taco Bell. <laughs> awesome. So when you go to Taco Bell, um, and and the guy in the in the little talking box says what can i get you today what is your usual order at taco bell my standard order is always a bean burrito and a five-layer burrito and then sometimes if i'm feeling cheesy i'll get the nachos bel grande not the nachos grande the nachos bel grande because they always make you specify it i've never had those i don't actually know what the difference is I don't know what the difference is either. <laughs> I just know I like the nachos bel grande. Okay. Because it doesn't have any guacamole on it, which I think is disgusting. I'm not the avocado. Person. That is, uh, I feel like that is a bold uh, take as a uh, millennial. I, I don't know if you're actually a millennial or not, but. 82. So, I mean, I'm like right on that cusp. Okay. That easy millennial, that where you're easing into the millennials. But yeah, I'm just. Yeah, guacamole just kind of grosses me out. I think it tastes like wet grass. Okay. I take, a, I take a stand on not liking guacamole. Now, are you someone who, because um, I know this is this is true of Mike on my other podcasts, which you know, obviously, I'm just, <laughs> you know, I don't know how many people actually listen to my other podcasts. Um, well, they should be listening to it. What's wrong with them? But... Um, I know that Mike is the, uh, he's got the, the genetic thing where cilantro tastes kind of like soap. It, do you have yeah. that as well? I don't, I was just thinking that the other day. I don't know if I've actually ever had cilantro, to be oh, honest okay. with you. Um, we went to a nutritionist for an appointment a couple weeks ago and I told the girl we eat like um, college students. And it, <laughs> we have a lot of toaster pizza and, and um, chicken tenders over here. Yeah, because I know that for people who have that, uh, that sort of it, it's something genetic where it's just like cilantro will always taste basically like eating soap. And I know that 
uh, a lot of times, um, not always, but a lot of times guacamole will have uh, cilantro in it. So I was just curious if that was like a uh, cilantro thing or not. I've got to go find some cilantro and put it on my, put it on my mouth, (laughs) on, in my mouth, on my mouth, jeez, and try it out. I, I really don't know. I've never, I don't think, I eat a lot of pastas and dishes and stuff when we go out, so I don't know, does pasta usually have cilantro in it? Um, I don't think so. I mean, you, you tend to find it in, um, I mean, I've seen it mostly in like, uh, Mexican and, and Tex-Mex sort of Hmm. food. Well, over here on the East Coast, it's not the best Mexican food. I mean, Taco <laughs> Bell is like the pinnacle. We didn't get a, a, ta- a Mexican restaurant in my hometown until, when did I move? Wait, like nine years ago. So, oh, yeah. Okay. Mex- so, we didn't have, we had Taco Bell, and then that went away. So, there was no Mexican food at all. And then all of a sudden, it, we got it. Um, I didn't even know what the re- Mexican restaurant's called now. That tells you how many times I've been there. <laughs> But it moved into the where the Long John Silver's was. I think I've eaten at a Long John Silver's like maybe twice in my life. To be honest, I it's don't. Not, re- it's not the best. <laughs> I don't. Don't. Don't worry about it. You're good. You're better off not having fish at all. Yeah, and everything you have tastes like fish, and even the hush puppies taste like fish, and okay. it is not good. <laughs> uh, so according to the Taco Bell wiki, Nachos Bel Grande. Uh, is the largest serving of nachos found on the regular menu at Taco Bell. Uh, Contains a heaping portion of crispy tortilla chips topped with ground beef, diced tomatoes, refried beans, nacho cheese, and a dollop of sour cream. Trivia. The Nachos Bel Grande is similar to the Nacho Supreme, but bigger. Uh, That's all it says on the Taco Bell wiki. Well, you know, I was at Taco Bell tonight, and they have a... I don't know if it's called a trough of tacos. It was like a taco (laughs) is a nacho party pack. And it was like, like you're supposed to get these nachos and take to a party. I don't know what kind of party you're going to that. It's going to be like, Hey, I brought a tray of Taco Bell nachos. Everybody dig in. They're probably disgusting by now. (laughs) It took me an hour to get here. Right. Like I, I feel like, Bringing Taco Bell nacho, like a big thing of Taco Bell nachos to a party is the is the best way to get everyone really excited about you and then really disappointed in you yeah, like, all Aw. in the span of about five minutes. Because it sounds great on paper showing up to a party and being like, sup everyone, I brought nachos. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> I agree. By the time you get to the party... Also, you gotta eat those you got that shit like immediately because otherwise it's soggy and disgusting mm-hmm. and even if you don't eat it within like the first five minutes sometimes your chips are falling to pieces and right grody and yeah nachos <sighs> nachos are sort of like uh disarming a bomb like there's definitely mm-hmm. a, a system to do it without making a mess and you've got to do it fast yeah fast Did you but ever cautiously get those- nachos that were super cheap they had on the menu for a while and just had like a red sauce over top of them no they were like they were on the dollar menu and i went to order them tonight and they wasn't on the dollar menu anymore so i got a chicken and rice and cheese burrito and it was like here's the chicken here's the rice and here's a dollop of sour cream at the bottom and it was just must have had new people working at the taco bell tonight because my burritos were not good yeah, I mean, I, f- I feel like, and I've talked about it before, but especially with anything with the sour cream, I feel like it's really hit or miss. Because when you get that sort of like one end of the burrito is just like, here's all the sour cream. Now you're eating sour cream in a tortilla. 
Yeah, you want that spread the whole way through your taco. I don't know. I don't know what I expect with my $6 worth of Taco Bell, but I apparently <laughs> expected more. Yeah, I mean, at least the good news is usually when the Taco Bell is bad, it's still like pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I'm not disappointed. I was full. I'm not going to storm the manager and be like, damn these people and putting their sour cream in the bottom of my burrito. Curse you. And I shake my fist in rage. Um, so you said you get the, the nachos bel grande and the, the mm-hmm. five layer burrito? Five layer burrito, yeah. So I didn't need to be disappointed when the seven layer burrito went away. RIP. They do the sign of the cross there. I know. I'm, Your heart's broke. Yeah. Although, you know, I did end up uh, like the weekend before they took it off the menu. I did end up going to Taco Bell and getting the seven layer burrito. And the whole time I was eating it, I was like, this is awful. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they just didn't care or they were like, yeah, whatever. Enjoy your last fucking seven layer burrito. But I was just like, this is actually kind of disappointing. Or maybe I was just like trying to steal myself for, uh, you know, trying to to live in a world without them. But yeah, the, the whole time I was like, do I really miss this? And the answer is I do. But at the time I was just like, eh, I don't know. It's fine. Maybe someday they'll bring it back and you'll be like, oh, thank God. And then you'll be like, oh. This was a sad this was a sad day. Right. Well, the whole reason I got into the five-layer burrito is because they used to have a meal deal that it was a drink, like a tiny, tiny bag of Doritos, and a five-layer burrito for like $3. So I could go to Taco Bell and get that and then get a bean burrito and be like super full. Because normally I don't get a drink at Taco Bell unless it's included in the meal because for some reason I always find their fountain drinks to be insanely flat. Huh. And I don't know if that's just our Taco Bell up here but it's i've never had a decent fountain drink at the taco bell so i've just kind of gotten away from it and now that they don't have that meal deal anymore where i get my food super cheap i just don't mess with it yeah i I don't have any input on that to be honest i don't actually usually get uh drinks at uh fast food places in general um just because i'm like i'm already putting you know this like (laughs) greasy uh, ground beef bomb into my face. Yeah, um, I'm already just, having thirty thousand calories. Do I really need this extra two hundred? Like, right, like that's that's the concession I make to be like, okay, I'm going to get too full on Taco Bell. I don't really need you know this giant uh, soda on top of that. So yeah, you gotta you gotta save your calories where you can. Right. I I thought about getting a five layer burrito the other day. Because I, I haven't ever actually had one. And I'm like, I mean, five is almost seven. Oh, it's so close to seven. It's only two away. It's also drastically I, different because it's got ground beef in it. But I'm not even sure what the five layers are. I just know it has beef and cheese and sour cream. Maybe beans? That feels like a layer. That's four. And maybe the tortilla is the fit. No, it's not a, a tortilla is not a layer. <clears throat> that can't be right. I don't know what the five layers are. 
Let's see. Yeah, I'm Googling that right now. And so Yay. when I looked up the, the, the other one, Taco Bell Wiki came up like crazy fast. And now I don't even... Okay, I need to go back to the Taco Bell Wiki apparently because Googling it is just not going to find it. I love how there's a wiki for everything in this world. I know, right? <laughs> the number of times I'm just like, I need the information on, on that. Like I'm playing Animal Crossing and it's like, oh, there's like 14 different Animal Crossing wikis. Yeah, I'll just be looking up random anime stuff and then all of a sudden I'll be like, hey, here's this, here's a wiki for this specific anime. And I'm like, oh, thank you. I didn't know I needed this in my life, but now I have it. There we go. Five layer burrito. I love that I get to be part of Ben Google's that corner. It's been so long. <laughs> Um, so, okay, here is the, I, I don't know when the last time, uh, tacobell.fandom.com was updated, but I Googled five layer burrito and I can only find seven layer burrito, hmm. which, okay, this is not helpful. Internet, come on. I need to know what the five layers are. Beef, beans, sour cream, cheese, and nacho cheese. So it counts... Oh, good. So you get like shredded cheese. You get shreddy cheese, and then you get nacho cheese. Right. It so counts each of those cheese. cheeses one time. Okay. That makes sense. Huh. I'm going to remember that. And the next time I cook, I'll be like, no, no, this is this has got more ingredients because it's got <laughs> it's got not only salt, but it's got seasoning salt on it as well. So that's two kinds of salt. So that right. makes it extra fancy. Yeah, it's it's funny because, I, like I said, I was like, maybe I'll try the five layer since I can't get the seven layer. And just looking at this, I'm like, oh, right. That's why I didn't get it. This is a drastically different thing. It is just tons of cheese and tons of beef mm, in a tortilla. That sounds about right. Which honestly then, sounds great. It's just not anything like the seven layer. So Then you get that big old dollop of sour cream right in the bottom of your daggone burrito. or else, It's either on the bottom or on the top. It's never evenly spread. Except for this one time. It was years ago. My girlfriends and I went on the shop. Sorry. This is my Taco Bell story. We went on a shopping trip and we're like going to the mall and it took us an hour to get there because we live in the country. And we finally get there. We're like, oh my God, I'm so hungry. I'm like, Taco Bell. And we went in, we ordered and we all took our first bite. And we said, someday we're going to look back on this trip and say, remember that time we had that Taco Bell and it was so good. <laughs> and now every now and then, what else would be like, hey, I had Taco Bell. Do you remember that one time we had the Taco Bell? <laughs> And I love I love a story where you're like you're experiencing you're like someday we'll look back on this and remember how good it was. I just love that it is something so mundane as going to a Taco Bell. I mean, you know, better than average Taco Bell. Don't get oh, me wrong. Was, That's... I, I don't know if it was delicious because we were starving or if it was delicious just because like the people were just on point that night. But it was like the best Taco Bell I've ever had in my whole life. <laughs> it was just fresh and spread and oh. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's funny it's because my my story about food that I specifically remember was I took this big road trip down. Out, just I had just quit my job and I took this random road trip where I, I lived in Colorado at the time. And I just drove down I-25 um, until I just got tired of driving. And so I ended up having breakfast in Santa Fe at this uh, place that some friends recommended to me, the best chili rellenos uh, I've ever had. And it was like super upscale and amazing. And so it's funny to me that I'm like, this is my, like, this is the one I still dream about. 
<laughs> and then you're like, mine was a Taco Bell. <laughs> you got the Taco Bell. It was delicious. What's a chili relleno? Uh, so chili relleno is a is a chili pepper that uh, has been basically uh, stuffed with cheese. Um, mm. I uh, I don't know how one specifically defines it. Um, it's a lot of times it is uh, it is fried. Um, although I don't think that is, I might be wrong, but I don't think that's a requirement that it be fried. Yeah, sometimes I forget that people who don't, who aren't from the Southwest, uh, don't <laughs> know what uh, chili rellenos are because no, I've never. I mean, I'm living in a state where they put Old Bay on. They'll put Old Bay on dirt and eat it. So, <laughs> uh, not about that. I got it, but chili rellenos. I'm like, whoo, that sounds exotic. Yeah, there, there was one of those Twitter memes going around um, a couple of weeks ago that was like, you can only keep three. And it was like pictures of different condiments and spices or whatever. And a friend of mine who is also uh, from Maryland was like, Old Bay three times. I'm <laughs> like, telling you, they will the eat other it on anything. Old Bay only. I guess that's how I am with Heinz ketchup, though. Like, because if you try to give me like a Hunt's ketchup, I'm like, get that out of here. That is disgusting. You're giving me dirty tomato water. Your only ketchup that's worth anything is Heinz ketchup. And I stand for it. See, I I wouldn't know the difference. So. Oh. <laughs> but see, then you get me where I'm like, oh, but like New Mexican green chili is its own thing from Colorado green chili. And there is a difference. And one is better than the other. And sorry to my home state, but uh, Colorado loses that one. But yeah, it's just like... Sometimes I just forget that uh, not everyone around me is constantly drowning everything in green chili and uh, <laughs> eating chili rellenos all the time. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, we have not eaten dinner over here yet. Yeah, <clears throat> so I'm sorry. And I'm like bragging about all this food I had tonight and how I was like, that's why I know I know you guys never eat until the, you're done podcasting because you're all, that you can always tell because you start <laughs> talking about food. And if I haven't eaten yet, I'm like, damn you. Because I usually listen in the morning, so it's before I eat my breakfast, and I'm like, now I have to go to Taco Bell for lunch or well, Pizza Hut. Well, I always say my accidental mutant superpower is instilling food cravings in other people. That time you talked about Doritos, I, I wanted Doritos <laughs> for like a week until I finally just went out and got a bag. I'm like, fuck it, I'm getting Doritos. Uh huh. Yeah, I like what a what a terrible superpower right <laughs> like i show up to professor x's school for uh gifted i don't remember so someone on the internet is a podcast ghost right now yeah. yelling at me about professor x's school's name but i show up and i'm like like the guy in front of me is like i've got laser vision and i can go through walls and i'm like i make people like <laughs> i make people really want food specific he, food there's a use for that right he just like pushes his wheelchair back he's like no just just go <laughs> you're not mute enough you're not mute enough for the mutant school as far as uh hot sauces uh at taco bell do you have a a favorite hot sauce well i've never had a taco bell hot sauce really like yeah no i i like frank's red hot okay like on my wings on my wangs but um, I've never, I'm not a big hot sauce like on, well, that's a lie. Because when I make um, ramen, I do put hot sauce on my ramen, like my instant noodles. 
Okay. I put hot sauce on that, but I've never had a taco with hot sauce on it. And like, even when I get like a chicken fajita, like if you, <laughs> when I go to the fancy me- Mexican restaurant, <laughs> I get chicken fajitas. <laughs> I don't even put hot sauce on those. So yeah, I don't put hot sauce on my Mexican food. So I've okay. never, I've, I've never tried, tried a Taco Bell hot sauce. Now I'm a disappointment. No, it's it's all good. Uh, Tama also doesn't do the, yeah. the hot sauce. I was going to say, so. I'm just like Tama. No hot sauce. We're in the no hot sauce club. But uh, yeah, and I mean, especially if like, you know, if your go-to is like Frank's Red Hot, I think you're going to be disappointed by Taco Bell hot sauce. Like, Yeah, I don't I don't think they, they're as um, thick and mm-hmm. buttery. Yeah. Because Frank's has like, got that nice buttery aftertaste to it right like yeah i mean i i think that taco bell hot sauce definitely has some some decent flavor to it uh but mostly it's there for the heat and you know frank's red hot is famously uh you know taste the the flavor yeah uh not the heat or whatever their slogan was Um, i almost went into king of the hill taste the meat (laughs) not the heat but taste the heat not the (sighs) meat lord no Uh, the hello hello Oh, uh, hello, Ms. Shattuck. I want to sincerely apologize. Our slogan is taste the meat, not the heat. I hope our error has not inconvenienced you. And uh... um, <laughs> That's some fresh propane. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Like I said, uh, you know, if, if Frank's is your go-to and you don't really do uh, hot stuff nah. otherwise in general, I mean, I think you're going to be pretty disappointed by, by Taco Bell hot sauce at that point. Yeah, and, and since I usually get burritos, I don't even know how you'd put hot sauce. I guess you could take a bite and then th- stick your hot sauce on it. Because I'm I'm not I don't get when I go to Taco Bell, I only get burritos. I don't get tacos. Right. Or not or nachos because you know. Yeah, that's what I usually do with the burritos, and like you know, it it gets the job done. But then you're you're sort of the it's the same thing as like the the sour cream problem. Yeah. Where it's, it's like all on one end. It's like one you take a bite and it's like, you know, half hot sauce or, you know, you've got to be really good at portioning it out from one of those little packets, which are not really designed for scientific measurement by any means. And you can't dip because it's a burrito. If you turn it over, everything's <laughs> right. going to fall out on your plate and then you have to get a fork. And what was the point of having a burrito in the first place? Right. Um, I mean, like I used to I used to not get uh, hot sauce at all because my usual go-to was uh when if i was getting taco bell i was coming back from game night pretty late and uh not a thing anyone should ever do but i would usually end up eating the burritos while driving home not super safe not endorsed by ring my bell uh at all but you know the last thing you want to do is be driving and eating a burrito and trying to put hot sauce sauce on the burrito Um, also I drove stick at the time. So, you know, I need all my hands doing everything. Yeah. That, that wouldn't work out so hot. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I honestly used to just never get hot sauce anyways. Now I am safe and I don't eat the burritos while driving and I wait to get home to eat them. And then I just dump a bunch of hot sauce on it. I never eat while driving either. I'm very safe. Wink. (laughs) Excellent. <laughs> I drive on back roads, so I mean, unless there's a deer running out on the road, I'm usually pretty good. So, yeah, living in the country. Yeah, I mean, this was this was again back when I lived back home, and you know, it was not 
not in a big city like mm-hmm. I am now. Uh, where, yeah, city driving. Yeah. City driving does take a lot more. Do you have um, any other thoughts about Taco Bell specifically? Any other any other things you like uh, sort of branching out and uh, doing outside of your regular Taco Bell? Hmm. Oh, yeah. I did try that new thing, that cheesy grilled stuff burrito. Oh, the, the I, uh, yeah. grilled cheese burrito yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Whatever the heck it's called. I did try that and I almost got that tonight. But then I was like, oh, you know what? I'm just, I went ahead and got a, I got a, the, a dollar burrito instead. And I think I made a big mistake, but I wanted to tell you, I tried it and it was good, but I think it need it needs something else. I think it needs chicken in it. And I don't think it has chicken in it, but I'm like, man, if you put chicken in this, it would be just, Mwah. but yeah. as it is, I was just kind of, eh. so I finally tried it as well. And I even had to do, I, it wasn't on the menu. I even had to do the thing <gasps> where like I ordered yes. it. And it wasn't listed on the menu. I know <laughs> it took it took pushing through a lot of anxiety. And even then I was like, um, like I drove up and the guy's like, you know, hi, can I help you? And I was like, so uh, do you guys uh, do the uh, grilled cheese burrito? Like I was like so trying to be no so nonchalant while also being like, I need to just I need to double check this here. <laughs> So yeah, I finally uh, finally got it as well, and like yeah, it was actually pretty good. But it was, I, I agree, it's like there you, you need something to sort of brighten it up a little bit. It just was, it was lacking. Yeah. I found it to be lacking. Like it was very dense and just covered in cheese, and I'm like, you know, I just yeah, I just need. I feel like it just needs a little something to make it not just like eating a block of cheese. Which don't get me wrong. I do oh, yeah. like I would eat a block of cheese. <laughs> that sounds great. I mean, who wouldn't? But um, it was it was a bit much. I have not gotten it since then. But it might not be a bad idea to like try it again and like maybe add something and, and see what can be done with it. But straight up, it was it was just a bit much. I wonder if you brought it home and put salsa on it. Hmm. How that would be. It just it needed it need I it needed something else. I think. But yeah. But I think that's all I have to say. That's all I got to say about that. That's all I got to say about the Taco Bells. Yeah, I'm looking at the grilled cheese burrito on their thing, uh, on their website, and it says a popular upgrade is jalapeno peppers. And I'm like, ooh, ooh maybe, maybe that, that would might... bring a little bit. Yeah, I might I might have to try that sometime. I didn't know they had jalapeno peppers at the Taco Bell. Much like you, I, if it's not on the menu, I don't ask for it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, this would I would absolutely have to like order it online ahead of time. I'm not I'm not asking to put jalapeno peppers in a burrito at the drive-through. Oh no. No, no, no. no. I, my thing is as I'd as I'd say, do you have those jalapenos? And then I'd be embarrassed because <laughs> I didn't mean to say jalapenos. And then I'm like, I mean, I mean jalapenos, I'm sorry. And then I'd have to just drive away in shame. I changed my mind, don't give me any food. <laughs> I don't deserve it. <laughs> now that we have uh gotten the Taco Bell uh, out of the way. Let's move on to the next topic, of course, masturbation. When you are feeling that mood strike, what is your uh, usual uh, go-to for that? All right. So I used to have um, a vibrator that was silicone, so it was nice and floppy. And I used to have that, but then I broke it. So I have not gone to the store. And I would, and it was literally one you could get at Spencer's. So I oh, could go yeah, to Spencer's uh-huh. and spend $15 and get another one. 
But then I'm like, what's the point? I should probably just wait and save up and get a decent one. Maybe someone will have a pure romance pump party someday and I'll get to be able to get something decent. But I just haven't. So my normal go-to is I will get out my phone and I'll fire up the Literotica site, okay. which is a um, site with um, a bunch of dirty stories. And I'll just find something that looks interesting to read and I'll read for a little bit and let your fingers do the walking and there you go. The only, my thing is though, is I have to find something that's interesting. I don't read a lot of fan fiction. So I like to read stories about quote unquote real life. Like, you know, those, um, penthouse. Oh yeah. Like the old penthouse forums. Yeah. (laughs) I used to have one of those at my bedside table. Like I just recently threw it out and my, my soon to be father in laws our garbage man. I'm like, I hope he doesn't go through the trash. He's going to be like, what the? course you could always blame it on my fiance and then uh-huh. <laughs> i usually read i don't i don't know how to do this <laughs> without sounding terrible i like to read non-consensual things but i don't want non-con in my real life okay but i like to but that's what i like to read is because like usually when you're reading non-consensual romance or erotica it ends up being oh wait i wanted this all along sure and that's that's what i like i like i like things where you're quote unquote being forced to do this against your will you're a terrible person how dare you do this and you're like no but i really like it but when it comes to reading romance novels i'm the same way i i like i like that you're gonna love me no matter what you (laughs) i know it's not a popular opinion (laughs) sure and it's in in real life it's terrible i don't want this in real life don't think i'm like advocating for people to go out and take what they want but in my fiction i'm like you know why not sure i mean I'm certainly not uh, an expert on uh, romance novels, but the uh, the Illusionist podcast did a whole episode where they talked to uh, the owners of the, um, I think it's the the uh, only all romance bookstore in the country. It's down in uh, California. Yeah, it's um, um the Pleasure Chest. No, that's not it. Yeah, I don't remember the name of it off the top of my head. I've heard about it on their podcast before, but I can't remember what it's called now. Um, but so the, they, uh, the women who own it uh, talk a lot about the history of uh, romance books in general. And um, so, you know, they, they talked a lot about how that sort of non-consensual, but also like, well, I actually like kind of did want this, like, you know, or even just like that feigning of like, oh, well, I'm a, a modest and decent woman, so I would never wink. <laughs> And, you know, so that sort of stuff uh, was sort of the history of, of a lot of the, the romance books. So, you know, I mean, I feel like uh, I definitely understand that that idea of like, you know, want to make it clear, like, I don't this is not actually what I yeah. want. But, you know, that being the history of, of uh, the genre in general, um, you know, I, I think that's that's pretty legitimate. Also, just in general, you know, the the theory, it's not even really a theory, the the uh, thought process I've had on either, you know, romance uh, or erotica or pornography or anything like that is that really it, there's only there's only going to be two kinds of people where it's like I consume the stuff that is the stuff I wish I was doing or I consume the stuff that is just fantasy and like when presented with that in real life i would never or you know just not really that 
that interesting to me. And when I proposed this, and this was well before I had a podcast about jerking off, but when I would (laughs) propose this thought or this realization to other people, I feel like the most of the time people that I would talk to about that would be like, yeah, I mean, like most of the stuff I watch or read or whatever, you know, it is that sort of like fantasy of like, well, Mm -hmm. I don't really want to go to an orgy or like that's mine I want there's a lot of like orgy sort of stuff where I'm like for whatever reason watching that is it's like that pure like it's really just a lot of sexual energy but the moment I think about actually being at an orgy full of people having sex I'm like no do not want do not want that no thank you I mean an orgy is more than four people right um because uh, the three, because it's a threesome, and then I don't know how I don't know how the I don't know how the I don't number know if works. there's a technical definition uh, on on <laughs> websites on like websites and stuff. Like if you if you looked up on Google like orgy porn right now, it would be anywhere from like two to a hundred. Like the, the yeah. it's it's a pretty ill defined uh, category, but I mean yeah, sorry, I th- like- three to one hundred. Two is two is just the standard. Two people doing it. <laughs> Yeah, but I feel like if you go more than three people, it does get, you're like, man, I, I'm going to not please somebody. Somebody's going to be sitting in the corner <laughs> right. and I'm going to feel guilty about it or else right. I'm going to be sitting in the corner and be bored. Right. But the one thing I do go to a lot is monster porn. Okay. Um, I read a manga called Monster Masume, um, which starts out as being a nice, easygoing, it's also an anime. It's a nice, easygoing um, monster girl story where he's just got basic harem and it has evolved into just huge, huge boobs. <laughs> I mean, and they're um, not this this last volume, volume before. It was just he was milking everybody. He had to go to a farm to work and all the Minotaur girls are like, we need milk. And then the lamb girl or the goat girls are like, could you milk us too? And like, your hands are so gentle. So I, I'm not a very visual person to get, well... Not, I'm not, I don't get turned on visually. I'm more like the story itself turns me on. Sure. So after seeing this, I'm like, oh, I kind of like this. So then I checked out, I started looking for like monster erotica. So you can find like minotaurs and a lot of shifters. Okay. Uh, there's a whole bunch of books about unicorns. And usually, sometimes you're having sex with the horse, with the unicorn. It's not a horse, it's a unicorn. Absolutely. And like they're using their they're using their horn on you and sometimes they're a shifter and they they still have the horn or they have just a huge schlong huge i don't want to say donkey dick huge <laughs> unicorn dick uh-huh. you know but i like and i like reading stuff like that because <laughs> and this goes back to it being fantasy because nobody seriously wants a wiener the size of a man's forearm inside them right i mean sure it sounds great but it's going to kill you. You're going to be dead. Right. It's, it's not, this isn't going to work. But so I do like reading a lot of monster erotica. And one time I'm going to go from tangent again. I read an Alf, an Alf erotic story. Alf, and it was the as, best as thing. In the, as in the television show. Yeah. Okay. Alf, ALF, the alien life form. Okay. And I don't know how I found it. I think I was reading something about the Wizard of Oz and like the next story down was Alf. I'm like, huh, what earth this is? And I started reading it and it was the best thing I ever read. <laughs> it was just 
he had radioactive cum that if you if you ingested it made you want more. And okay. so he was having sex with the mom and the daughter and they're like, Oh, Alf and I'm like and then I turned on Alf on the TV, I'm like, No, I, I don't see it. I'm like <laughs> I just I just don't get it. But like the subgenre of alien erotica out there is insane. Like I never realized how many different and not just tentacles, because tentacles are a big thing, sure. especially in hentai, mm-hmm. you know. But I'm just a, amazed at just like even just grays, like people that want to make, make, I want to say make love, people that want to have sex with a gray. I'm just like, huh, that's, that's just, that's one of the things to me is kind of like, well, that's strange. But I can understand because, because like I'm reading about, you know, minotaurs and were, werewolves, but right. usually with werewolves and werebears, werebears are a big thing. Usually with shifters, they shift from an animal into a human and then they make love to you. But yeah, and they're all so big and strong and they just, especially werewolves. I'm, I'm team Jacob for life, man. (laughs) I'll never not be team Jacob because they're there and they protect you and they love you and they're faithful. And I just, yeah. (laughs) I like werewolves. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, it's all good. Uh, the the Alf story is interesting to me because I feel like that is sort of the nature of perusing the internet for ways to be turned on. Because like you know, in in anything, you know, whether it's it's erotica or fan fiction or porn, you can generally like dial down to you know subcategories of like. You know, anything that's properly tagged, you know, you can get like 100% the thing you are looking for. But if you're just kind of scrolling and you're just like, Alf, you say, huh, like you never know what you're going to find. And then you never know when you're like, this, this can't be any good. And then you like, you, you start reading it or watching it and you're like, okay, well, hold on a second. This is actually really hot. (laughs) Yeah, I really, really liked it. And like I said, I was actually reading Wizard of Oz erotica, which is, there's a lot of Wizard of Oz stories out there. I'm just like, man, I never knew so many people wanted to have sex with the Tin Man. I mean, I've, uh, as uh, someone who did that Wizard Uh, of Oz podcast, any album you like, I watched the Wizard of Oz over and over again, different albums. Uh, I've, I've come to the conclusion that the Tin Man fucks. Like, he just gives the most loving lustful he, eyes he does like i was a little turned on like i get it <laughs> i mean you would think you'd want to have sex with a cowardly lion because you know he's got the he's got the fur and he's but i guess he is he's a little he'd be like a sissy right i mean you really you really want to like have sex with someone who's just confident and i think yeah I think the tin man you know it's gonna be um maybe a little uh mechanical you know there's he's he doesn't have a heart so it's gonna be a little um but if he's oiled up you know Uh uh-huh yeah there you go just make sure he's he's been lubricated and you're good to go (laughs) (laughs) oh dear yeah and also uh going way back to the uh uh, beginning um, with the the penthouse forums, I remember mm-hmm. um, I I stumbled across a penthouse forum book uh, that my dad had, and I was like, oh hell yeah! It says penthouse <laughs> on the front. This is gonna be super hot. And I remember going through and reading a bunch of those stories and like 
half of them were like, well, this is, this is boring. Uh, and a couple of them like, okay, yeah, like this is pretty, this is pretty hot. You know, I mean, I was pretty young. So a lot of the stories in there were like, wait, people, people do that. That's, <laughs> that's impossibly gross. And now I'm like, oh, 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 innocent Ben. If you only <laughs> you had, had no 2020s idea. internet, you would, it would blow your mind. The one story that I remember the most and, uh, it's really weird, but the, this guy was, was like my, my girlfriend or wife or, you know, whoever, my partner and I, uh, went to this restaurant where they had hot wings so hot that you had to sign a waiver. And we like a lot of food play in our sex. So like, you know, oh. we put like whipped cream on each other or whatever. And we decided to, uh, to try the hot wings and i even <laughs> even as like a stupid 13 year old kid or whatever i was like what the fuck like why I, would you, why would you do that that's a bad a bad idea <laughs> this is just asking for a bad time so yeah and it it spoiler it was a very bad time <laughs> and i don't i that don't might remember be the one true story yeah i don't remember exactly what the point of this was because it wasn't hot it was it was the opposite of hot. But now anytime anybody mentions penthouse <laughs> forums, I always think of that one supremely unsexy story about a man basically putting hot wings on his dick. And uh it it I always go back to that and I'm just terrified. So now that you say you mentioned reading it when you were a child, I think that must be why I have I like reading stuff, is because whenever I was a young girl with my very first ever boyfriend, he would read to me from the penthouse over the phone. Oh, okay. And like, he's like, we could try this. And it was a story about a girl and they met another and her boyfriend and they met another girl at the cafeteria and she came back to the room with them and they did all these things. And I'm like 14 years old. I'm like, I, I'm <laughs> we're, like, I, I barely am having sex with you. I, I don't think this is a good thing. Uh huh. And then I got older and I'm like, oh, honey, it's okay. <laughs> it's just, it's just an extra person. Don't worry. But yeah, I, I just, I'm wondering if that's why. And I remember reading my mom's romance novels and just skipping to the good part and just being like, yeah, <laughs> I just want to read about this. I want to read about these heaving bosoms and throbbing members. Yeah, I mean, I think that that would make sense. Because like I said, I mean, while I don't remember any of the specific sexy ones from from that, um, I do remember that, like, it was certainly, at least until I read about the hot wing one, I was certainly like, yeah, this is, this is, you know, at least good enough that, like, I kept going back to it. And so now it's like that sort of, uh, you know, quote-unquote real life story which may or may not be real that sort of stuff it's not it's not my go-to but you know every now and then when I and it's usually not even like uh this is a website dedicated to it's just someone's like oh hey like I've got this random sexy story and I'm like okay that's (laughs) that's actually pretty hot like I'm into that okay tell me more so I get that poor and by the way kids don't have sex when you're 14 that's too young don't do it it's it's too young yeah i was i was gonna say but i was not gonna cast 
any judgment. Uh, no, I, I didn't realize how young I was. And then I was really too young. Don't for all those kids out there listening to this <laughs> podcast about Taco Bell and masturbation. Uh-huh, you this, might think it's cool to have sex, but this explicit really 18 plus 18 plus uh-huh. podcast. But, you know, oh, Lord. but, but also, you know, for the record, you and I are sitting here talking about all the like, penthouse stuff we were reading (laughs) when we were like 13 and 14 and you know like i didn't even have easy internet access when i was that age if i if i had that internet access now i'd be like hell yeah just look up whatever taco bell and masturbation podcast fine that sounds hot i think the internet well i mean obviously the internet was a thing but i don't think anyone had it in their house until i was like 16 i mean i'm not that old but like i don't think it was really a thing and thinking about things when you were kids, my girlfriend, um, the girlfriends and I used to sit in the study hall and we'd write a, we'd write a dirty story and one of us would write a paragraph and we'd pass it on. They'd next person would write some more and we'd, so yeah, I liked, that was fun. Man, it's a good thing we never got caught. We would have been in so much trouble. <laughs> yeah. Looking back, it probably wasn't that dirty, but we probably could have gotten so much trouble sitting in study hall writing. Our... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine, oh. mine was, uh, because again, we also didn't really have uh internet I, I don't think we actually got internet until i was like 15 and even then it was like like net zero like you had ads the whole time like my dad just did yeah. not want to pay for internet but when i was in i want to say fourth grade my friend and his family had aol back when that Ooh. was a thing and so he had discovered that I've name dropped the site before on this podcast, but he name dropped sexypost.com. We were up in his kitchen and he was telling me about this website and all the stuff, all the pictures of, of all the things. And he was like, yeah, there are pictures of like, he puts his, his dick in between her boobs and then like, you know, and it's called a, a tit fuck or whatever. And like, we were just so, so badass, like saying these things. And I, I was just like, innocent, innocent young me was just like, but if he does that, then when he finishes, won't that like make a a mess? And he's like, it absolutely (laughs) does. Anyways, come down to the basement and I will show you this website because I literally couldn't believe that this was a thing that happened. (laughs) It'll make a mess. (laughs) Uh huh. I mean, I was I was like twelve. I like I didn't know how better to phrase that. Yeah, no, that that feels like. I think I think I was actually having sex before I figured out what the word "come" meant. Like I didn't know what it. Like it was. I was. I think I was after we. He had already broken up with me. That I'm like, oh, stars above. <laughs> Uh-huh, uh-huh. But for the innocence of youth, the children of the day will never know this innocence. Yeah, I'm, I mean, <laughs> I, I used to have to, to work for my pornography, like, you know, yeah, my girlfriend used to go steal books out of her, her dad's dresser drawer so we could read them, pass them around the school, happy housewife hookers. <laughs> I don't know why I just don't know the name of that book. Man, the... So, the weirdest things stick with you from from childhood. Like it is so weird. It's like you got to see this book Mark had. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh, 
hookers, you say? We are starting to wrap up. Um, do you have anything else uh, that you would like to add or any uh, questions for me as a as a uh, longtime supporter of all of my podcast shenanigans? Hmm. Um, all right. <laughs> this is just in case any of my friends from the Renaissance Festival listen. Who would win in a fight? The sun or three trillion lions? Mind you, that's a lot of lions. It is a lot of lions. Um I'm still going to say it's the sun, though. Oh, my heart. (laughs) It was a big thing. There's a song about it and everything. It's okay. (laughs) But yeah, just in case anyone from the Ren Fair is listening, this one's for you, Jake. Ben votes for the sun. We're going to have to. (laughs) Oh, sorry. But yeah, that's my I think that's my only question I have. All right. You know, it's an important that's an important thing to know about somebody. Hey, you know, I've uh, I've long said that if you're like at a party or something and you have to do like icebreakers, uh, instead of asking someone what they do for a living because it's boring and ties them needlessly to the capitalist machine, uh, my suggestion is to ask them what their favorite Nicolas Cage movie is because it's going to throw mm. them off. They're going to immediately have to think about what their favorite Nicolas Cage movie is. And then... They will say what their Nick, favorite Nick Cage movie is, and then I'll tell you a, a lot about them. What is my favorite Nicolas Cage movie? <laughs> hmm. I usually cite Matchstick Men, but uh, I can also be convinced The Rock, although I've not seen The Rock in many years. I just remember watching it. I don't remember. No. It's the one where they, they have to they go to Alcatraz, and there's like a ah. nerve agent and... Yeah, I've, yeah, I haven't seen it in ages, but I watched it a bunch when I was a kid. Uh, it wasn't it wasn't all just tit fucking and whatnot. <laughs> I watched some Nick Cage movies too. So I like I like the Family Family Man. That was Nicolas Cage, wasn't it? Um, Maybe I don't know. I don't know either. Now I'm going to think about this and get back to you. Okay, so yeah, that's that's my recommendation. Sometimes <laughs> random questions out of the blue are the best questions. Yeah. So on that note, is there anything else that uh, you would like to plug um, before we wrap up? Um, if you want to find me on Twitter, you can find me at checks 926 um, I use Twitter mostly to tweet at podcasters I like and tell them how awesome they are and to tell them about things that I found pertaining to their podcast and not so much pertaining to their podcast. <laughs> um, I also tweet at authors that I like and tell them how much I love their books. If you're over here on the East Coast in the Pittsburgh area, I do, whenever we get to have conventions again, um, you can look me up at Teco and MAGFest. Uh, you can join my Facebook groups, Kwai Neko, which is where I post where I'm um, at a convention. Or you can join the League of Jeremy's, which is a Ben and Mike podcast fan page. Um, that's we, we like to share Futurama memes over there, talk about community talk about Taco Bell, you know, have fun. But that's basically where you can find me. Um, Oh, and also, next year I'll be at the Pittsburgh Renaissance Festival once again, God willing, and the crick don't rise. I'll be Mary Buttons, Key is a button. So yeah, I I miss doing things. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you and me both. Although it sounds like you have a much more active uh, schedule with that than I do, but... Yeah, whenever, whenever things happen, there are things. 
Um, but yeah, L- Laura was great and uh, set up uh, way back when I was doing just Back to the Futurama as a uh, as my only podcast. We were too lazy to set up our own Facebook fan group, and so Laura did it for us because she's a a great fan and a great guest as well. Um, I'm glad that uh, you could finally be on a podcast after <laughs> spending your Twitter existence tweeting at podcasts. Uh, so it worked out pretty well for you uh, yeah. to, to do that. So, Well, and I just want to tell you, like, I had to talk it over with, with my fiance for quite some time. I'm like, do you think it'd be weird if I started a fan group for this podcast? <laughs> I'm like, because, like, I'm already a patron and I don't want to think I'm like a crazy stalker, but I really like him. And I think people would like to be able to talk about the podcast on Facebook. He's like, honey, you can do it. It's OK. <laughs> people do it all the time. And I'm like, well, I don't want people to think I'm weird. And I hate to have to tell you, darling, but you're weird. I'm like, oh no, the story's out. Yeah, yeah. I. But I mean, I'm I'm doing a podcast about Taco Bell and masturbation. Weird people rule. I mean, I'm biased, do. but I'm gonna say it. Weird people fucking rule. They do. But yeah, thank you for being a creator. Um, you have no idea how much your your shows bring joy into my life. You know, whether it's Back to the Futurama doing a realist and or. Um, Good Morning Green Tail, or go home back and listen to any album you like and listen to you slowly losing your sanity. <laughs> and <laughs> that's that one's actually one of my favorites. And I'm really, really enjoying um, Mike's new podcast, I Brought My Own Soapbox. So now that I've plugged everything you do. <laughs> uh, excellent. <laughs> I mean, I have not been plugging. I mean, that's, that's kind of the, the thing, though, right? Like, I was yeah. talking to my girlfriend uh, before we, we sat down to record um because i was like oh yeah i'm I'm recording with uh laura we we're friends with another laura so we always call you super fan laura to make the the uh difference known like i'm recording with super fan laura and uh you know and it's great because she's great and i think she advertises our podcasts more than we do (laughs) so um i think you just proved me correct on that so well if i like something i want other people to like it too so So, yeah, thanks again for uh, basically advertising for us constantly uh, and for being a great fan and, um, yeah, uh, reaching out and and asking to be on the podcast. It was a lot of fun to talk to you uh, after, you know, literal years of support uh, for our shows. So um, it was a lot of fun. And speaking of which, if you, too, want to be a guest on Ring My Bell, there is now a guest request form on the website, ringmybell.sexandlasers.com. It's the form Laura filled out to be on the show today. You can also apply to be a guest on Ring My Bell and talk to me about penthouse forums and Alfcom and the theory of orgies and what what (laughs) constitutes an or how many people constitutes an orgy you can find all that and a contact form like i said ringmybell.sexandlasers.com you can find the twitter account for this podcast at ringmybellpod as always thanks for listening to uh one of my most ludicrous ideas ever and remember masturbate it's healthy (laughs) 